All right, get back in the studio. Come on, we're doing the we're doing the the intro bit, mate. Oh, you're already recording. We're already caught. I know you went for a lap of the building, but can we do this bit? <sighs> hey, I'm unfit. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Welcome. Um. Oh, hello. We've got another person. We've got another guest in the oh studio Actually, this morning. Kira's joining us on Heron Island. We're recording the the podcast intro. If you want to come, grab the microphone. She's mate. obviously come to get us so that we can start packing Absolutely. the car up. Absolutely. Jump on, on the mic. Grab, mate. Jump on the microphone. It's your opportunity to be a superstar. Welcome. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> How are you going now? Uh, Kira is our promotions coordinator here at the radio station. She does great things. Are you excited, Kira, to be going to paradise with the two of us? Yeah. I hope I see a turtle. A turtle. I'm super excited. Yeah. Actually, we will see a turtle because did you know um, the Curtis... Coin uh, Island. The Coin Island, sorry. Uh, yeah, the Rehabilitation Centre. They're releasing a turtle today. Yeah. It's going to be On insane. Heron. It's I mean, like timing. they were waiting for us to come. <laughs> I know. So weird. Super excited. Um, so we, we are heading out to the island. Kira is essentially our boss for the next three days. Mm-hmm. Have you prepared yourself to be bossed around by Kira? Yeah, I brought some cheesels for us. <laughs> Have we all bought that? Because I brought Skittles. Oh, you, you did not bring Skittles. No, they were, a, they were a gift to me. I'm just bringing them. I brought some cheesels and I got some crunchy. Cadbury chocolate. I brought some Mentos, so I'll award you every time you're good. Oh, Oh. that's a reward. Now, we we argued about this on the show earlier, but we would like to get your position because we're trying to take as many votes as possible. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Garlic bread or garlic naan? Oh, I do love me some naan. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the club. Yeah, love me some naan. We're in the hood. You know what? You can share him with Tim now. I d- legally, yeah. I don't think we can do that. Can I say um, get stuffed on the radio? Yeah, you can yeah, say good. get stuffed. Get stuffed. Um, so that's so that's three three nuns, three breads. Oh, oh well, I mean, we'll wait to see what happens with the judge later well, on. Well, yeah, that doesn't define because it doesn't matter if there's one hundred one way and one the other. If that one what is the judge, judge that's yeah. how it goes, mate. It's so. True. Anyway, we have got wildly off topic. Um, we also really need to wrap this up because we gotta we gotta start packing the car. We gotta we got a boat to catch. Yep. Are you gonna do? Uh, They're not gonna wait for quick, us. Quick question. What? How quickly into the ferry ride are you gonna ask me to Titanic it with you? Oh, like about three of... minutes in. <laughs> we haven't even left. We haven't no. even undocked. We've not do- we've not docked yet. <laughs> is that how? You, is that a uh, anchored? Um, did I, t- probably did I tell you I made Gregory do it with me? We were, on the on the work cruise, we went on his work cruise, and I was like, "Titanic me," and he was like, "This is embarrassing." I think He's, it's stunning. You think it's stunning? Oh. Well, that is great input. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad the guests that we've been getting on the uh, the openers for these are incredible. It's as if we don't tell them it's going to happen. No, and we just beckon them on on the spot. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Tim and Jess can get enough CQs here. Good morning. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Isuzu. If you need a new car, specifically you, they will hook you up. They will hook you up better than a fish oh, on yeah. a hook. I mean, being part of the team down at Reef City Motors, they yeah. they just really want to look after you. Well, that's important. You've you've passed on a great suggestion to a team member there um, on their to do list. Yes, because their name what was their nickname Noodles. Uh, noodles. Noodles. And I said, she said it had a, a whiteboard. It said Noodles to do list. I said, why didn't you just change it to Noodles to Doodles? Do change people's lives. Changing lives. That's what Jessica I do. Jessica Pantu, congratulations. Look. We have a lot to get through in the three hours of the show today, and then mm-hmm. as soon as we finish, we are getting on a ferry and heading over to Heron Island for Marooned at First Sight. Well, you can stay longer now with their new boat schedule. Yeah. It's, it starts today. 
that's the brand incredible. new boat schedule. Well, that's the thing. We're coming back on Friday. Normally, we would have to leave at like 10 a.m., but we're sticking around till after lunch. I'm so excited. Whoever, it's going to be great. Whoever came up with that deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Melissa and Luke uh, driving yes. down uh, from your poon. Hopefully, you're listening now. You're sitting in the car. <laughs> Hi. We're we are meet you so soon. excited to meet the couple and get to know them over the next couple of days with Marooned at First Sight. Yep, absolutely. But um, I want to talk, uh, before any of that, I want to talk about new Facebook laws that I think are incredible. Right. It's to do with Facebook live streaming and the altered laws with it so that terrible things can't happen anymore. Thank goodness someone has finally gotten onto this because Absolutely. what happened in New Zealand was so not okay. It's, it's due to that that is exactly what we want to talk about. It is only a few minutes away, so make sure you don't go anywhere. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ for your Wednesday morning. Get up with Tim and Jess. A few weeks ago, uh, I think we were all made aware of the devastating incident that took place in Christchurch where 50 people, unfortunately, uh, were shot down, lost their lives in a, um, two mosques uh, after a gunman entered and opened fire mm-hmm. on, on human beings. The most horrific part of which um, was that he live-streamed the whole thing on Facebook. Yeah. Which... Obviously, is not what Facebook intended their live stream for. Um, And it's upsetting that it took 17 minutes Mm. for it to be taken down. Well, it was pretty distressing, to be honest, if you saw it. I accidentally was on YouTube trying to find what was going on. And it saw maybe 30 seconds before I realized actually what I was seeing. Right. And I was like, my God. Uh, So if you did see it, I'm so, so sorry. It was a terrible thing to see. But... Uh, in New Zealand and Australia now, and this is being for a push worldwide, there are going to be some more steps put in place to make sure that a streaming like this cannot and will not happen again. Right, okay. Because no one should have to see something like that. It's hard to stay on top of every oh, single stream, though, yeah. isn't it? I don't know how, like, they, they've outlined the steps they want to take, but at the same time, how can you promise or guarantee that things like this aren't going to happen. What are they saying they're trying to do? So they're saying that they're going to take three steps, strengthening the rules for using Facebook Live, obviously. Um, Also taking further steps to address hate on their platforms and supporting the New Zealand community and the Australian community as well. Uh, So the original video was shared live. Uh, They know that the video spread mainly through people resharing it and re-editing it to make it harder for their systems to block. So that's the problem. It's not the original video. They can shut that down, as you said, in that 17 minutes. But if people are sharing that, streaming that on their computer screens, they can't really do anything about that. Yeah. Um, So hopefully uh, they said that they can put forward more things in place that something like this can happen. But I don't think that it will ever be able to be stamped out completely, which well, I think I mean, is understandable. You would like to think that this something like that will never happen again. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things that we can't guarantee. And uh, I think it's great that the service and Facebook um, have decided to put these yeah. steps in place. Well, they are putting some uh, incredible things in place as well. They've, they've already said that it's going to ban nationalist and white supremacist groups from its platform. Cool. Um, for whatever religion or whatever thing, the groups of hate yep. is what they're focusing on and not allowing them the platform to spread that hate. Yeah, it's one of those things that you want to be safe. You want to know that oh, you're absolutely. safe and your family's safe when you're going online to these and social media platforms. Especially if your kid's on Facebook just scrolling through. You, oh, yeah. you would never want your child to see anything like that. So it is good to see that these things are being pushed forward and uh, we hope that it can be done sooner rather than later. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ for your Wednesday morning. Get up with Tim 
and Jess. Make sure you are listening out after 8 a.m. for your chance to win a cheeky grand. Oh, <laughs> just a cheeky grand. $1,000 with Alpha Bucks. Oh, it's 30 seconds. 30 seconds of your life and you could be walking away with $1,000. 30 seconds could change your life. As an 18-year-old, I was told the same thing. And here we are now. 30 seconds could change your life in another regard. <laughs> Why were you told that as an 18-year-old? Oh, it's gone over your head, hey? Yeah. Like when you're young and you're... You're a boy and you might be losing that special thing for the first time with a partner. 30 and, seconds. And things go quicker than you'd expect. Oh. Really? Do we have to walk, do we have to yeah. walk that journey? Yeah, yeah. It took, it took me that long. Well, no, it didn't. You can't Intern. be talking about that on the radio. Mate, it's 6.12. <laughs> when can I if I can't talk about it now? Oh. Look, I'll, how about we quickly move on? Please. Is there something you're going to love? There's been a spotting of a Tasmanian tiger in the Adelaide Hills. Oh, there has not. There has, and I cannot wait. I've done even more research into the Tasmanian tiger that absolutely still exists in this country. If you put as much research as you do (laughs) into the Tasmanian tiger, into literally anything else, how good would your life be? Literally anything else. Look, I see your points. I still don't care. (laughs) Get up with Tim and Jess. Tell you what I saw when I was in a car uh, twice in my life now, two oh. two Tasmanian tigers. You've never separately. You've never seen one. I've let seen alone two. two. I saw one in South Australia, and I saw one on the far north coast of New South Wales. So not they're not in one specific area. They're still everywhere. Even it's though like people you're seeing things. No, no, no. People think that the thylacine, more commonly known, oh. uh, is extinct. In 1936, in a Hobart Zoo, that was where supposedly. The last Tasmanian tiger Put passed away. Put your air away. quotes away. But they still exist. Okay. And I have it so... Where is, where is someone made on up now? No, Adelaide Hills. Uh, it's a beautiful region if you've never been to the Adelaide Hills. Uh, someone was taking out their bins last night and a Tasmanian tiger scuttled off after being startled and scuttled off so into the distance. So they saw a dog. I saw a dog no. this morning as well. No, a stripy dog. A stripy dog, uh, a.k.a. a Tasmanian tiger. You know what? It's always at night when they can't get, a, like, a good no, footage of it. It was at 5.15 in the afternoon, so still well lit. Mm-hmm. Lit AF, as the kids would say. Uh, Where's the footage? I don't know. You taking out? Who films themselves taking the bins out? If you're seeing a thylacine, supposedly, you're not going to stop and pull your phone out? No. Nah. Because I'm startled, because I'm, I'm living in the moment. And the thing is, you're probably thinking, oh... Like, since 1936, since it officially the thylacine became extinct, how many sightings do you think there has been uh, recorded in this country? Sure. Um, 17 lunatics? 3,800 sightings of the, the Tasmanian tiger on Australian mainland. Mainland, not just in Tasmania. 1936, that's a lot of sightings. So why do they call it a Tasmanian tiger if it's not in Tasmania? Well, because that's where the majority of the population was. That's why they call it a Queensland croc. Because they're always up in Queensland. Sure, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, that was a joke, but sure. Why haven't they seen any in Tasmania then? Why are they all hanging out in Adelaide? Because they're saying that maybe when it went extinct in the 1930s, it was just a big population went missing on the island. But roaming around, South Australia is the most most common place where these sightings take place. It's also the most place where people are bored out of their mind. Trying to come up with something interesting. Oh, come to Adelaide. We've got no, thylacines. See, this is what happened. No one wants to go to Adelaide. This is what happened when I brought up the Yowie stuff as well. Ah, oh, don't get me started on your Yowies. Yowies are real. They're Australian Bigfoot. You don't believe in ghosts, but you believe in Yowies and 
thylacines. Well, like two of them actually existed. Ghosts don't. But I just, I've got, there's a podcast and I have so much more information. I don't have enough time to go through it. I should do my own podcast on Catching the Tiger. If you... <laughs> Is that the opener to the podcast? <laughs> Catching the Tiger. Trust me, they exist. If you've seen one, 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Can I go to Heron Island by myself today? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Get up with this. Tim and Jess. Now, hits on comms.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Well, we are just a few days away from Game of Thrones. saying that. I know, because it's I'm not so a few. excited. It's not it a is few. a few. It's still 11 days. Yeah. That's not a few days. It's closer than we were when the series ended. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realise we were having a mathematician on the show today. Welcome. <laughs> Look, all the filming has been wrapped up. For many months now. You'd hope so. They've been putting together all the behind the scenes stuff. But while they were filming, it's been revealed George Lucas. Ah, the Star Wars man. Star Wars creator secretly visited the set of Game of Thrones. Quick, wow. qu- quick question. Yeah. Uh, so you know how they are struggling to. Oh, well, I don't want to give away. Sp- well, if you haven't seen up to date of Game of Thrones, I'm sorry. Sure. You're eight years behind. Catch up. Yep. Maybe they need lightsabers to get rid of the White Walkers. <laughs> because the dragon, glass, the dragon Glass isn't doing anything okay. at the moment. And they've got that big uh, White Walker dragon now. There's, I just think that this is a great crossover that no one thought we needed. There's someone sitting in their car right now just screaming like, Ah, spoilers, Jim, no, stop! I would, I've just figured out who the White Walker King is. It's <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Okay. That's what he's been up to. Good Lord. It's in the same if universe. If that happens, I'm going to be so upset. And you owe no, me $20. He's not actually affecting Game oh. of Thrones, but Dan and David, the creators of Game of Thrones, the series, have been signed on by Disney to create three movie prequels to the Star Wars franchise. More? More. No. So they, no. they signed a deal in October 2012 with $4.5 billion. And they're going to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films following the end of Game of Thrones. So once Game of Thrones is all wrapped up, they're going to start a movie, the three movie, another trilogy that will not feature Luke Skywalker. It's going to be completely separate. Before Luke Skywalker. Before the whole Skywalker saga. Too much. Too much wars. I thought the next Star Wars movie that comes out this November was going to be the last one. I was like, what a good way to wrap it up. Well, it's the last one that George Lucas is going to do all by himself. That's... I... Well, you've hooked me yeah. very well. I was excited because you're talking about Game of Thrones and Star Wars and then all of a sudden you've done a turd on my sandwich and now you're forcing me to eat it and I'm not okay. If you want to continue eating that sandwich, head to hit.com.au. You'll find out more information there. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can stay longer with their new boat schedule commencing today. You know who was a supreme leader? Who? Darth Vader. We want you to be our Darth Vader. We'll tell you why up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Dominic Fike. The worst name in music right now. <laughs> Three nights. It's six thirty-eight. Tim and Jess here. alone. Don't say that too quick. Uh, the show's thanks to Reef City Isuzu. Uh, but we need to talk about the Easter Street Parade because we have a whole bunch of things in place. Things are in order. Things are underway. You seem super stressed about it. You need to chill out. We've got heaps of time. What do we have currently for our float in the Easter Parade? We've got the trailer. Mm. We've got some fabric. Mm-hmm. Are they connected at all yet? 
No. So we have separately. A We've got 18 days, Tim. That's so long. Where are we going for the next three days? Heron Island. <laughs> so does that mean we only have 15 days? Yep. I'm just going to say we have 10 days to do this because I know that you're not going to give up weekend time to do this. We haven't even looked at the, the raft yet for the great raft. That's, not, that's unimportant. If, oh. that, if we drown, that's our fault. Sure. I want to focus on the street parade for Sunday Gladstone Harbour Festival. You can still enter a float, gladstonefestival.com forward slash harbour festival right. if you want to put your float into the street parade and join us. But if you don't want to bother putting a float together... We need somebody. We want a king or queen of our float. We want the Easter supreme leader. Well, that's the thing. We are gender neutral here Mm -hmm. at HitCQ, so we don't want a king. We don't want a queen. We want a supreme leader, like Kim Jong-un. We need our Kim (laughs) Jong-un, leader of North Korea. I just think that he's a perfect example. He remains in control and looks like he's in power, and we need someone like that on our float. We have a crown and a scepter. And do you know, I can't even be backup Supreme Leader because the crown was specifically made not to fit my head. (laughs) And it hurts my feelings. We don't want you on the float anyway. I know. But it's not up to me if I'm on the float. I might be walking beside it. Hit.com.au. Register yourself or nominate someone else, someone that you want to be honoured in this you way. You can go with them. Easter you can come Supreme in the U with leader. us. You and your mate can yep. come along with us. Only while your one buddies... of you gets to wear the crown. Should we give the other person, like I don't know, like a sticker? Something nice, <laughs> bit of a consolation prize. Sure, we'll give him some jerky. Well, we've got books and jerky. Yep, that's the Tim and Jess formula: books <laughs> and jerky. Uh, hit.com.au. We we are so keen on this. We've actually made a website so that you can nominate yourself or yeah, nominate you got others. Busy while I was away, didn't you? Yeah, I spoke to. So we have this tech department, right? Sure. They're in the room out the back. I thought that was storage, right? <laughs> There's people in there. Yeah. They run the internet here. I just assumed that uh, that it got done from space. <laughs> So the tech department made a website for us. Good. Go to it. Because now I feel bad because I didn't realise that there were human beings behind this website. Hit.com.au. Please go and nominate yourself or someone else. Absolutely. We want you to be our Easter supreme leader in the Gladstone Harbour Festival. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Last night... It was announced by our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, the budget for 2019. A lot of people excited, a lot of people disappointed. Happens every single year. I was disappointed, not because of the budget, because I still don't know what we've been allocated. What do you mean? Yesterday, you let me know that Scott Morrison started a Snapchat. Yeah, Scott Morrison PM on Snapchat. And the first thing that he posted was, hey, guys, here's my Snapchat. So excited to share all the budget night. Goss with you right here. So essentially he was targeting the youth to make it simpler uh, for younger people to understand the budget. I went, great. I don't have to look, read the <laughs> news sites. I don't have to go searching Swell. for the budget. It's coming straight to my phone, straight to my Snapchat. Yep. I'm good. I'm golden. Getting a DM from the PM. All I got? Sorry. <laughs> that that, your own that joke. deserves an applause. You know that that's probably the best joke I've done in the three years of our friendship. Isn't that a concern? That is a concern. All he posted last night. Right was a picture with his wife and two children. Okay. Great to have the family here for budget night. That is lovely. It's a lovely family photo. I've just seen it. What it's a good it? filter. Is that a Mayfair or I is that an XP Pride? Calvinator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, play on. Is that? Like, I don't know what. Is that it? That's it. Oh. This mor- Since then, this morning, he's shown a few videos of him talking to the media. Still don't know what is coming. There's another picture of him. Just hanging out with Josh Frydenberg. Mm. 
So he hasn't done what he's promised. Hashtag who cares? Tell me what the budget <laughs> is going look, to give me. Our, our beautiful newsreader, Arua, uh, she, you hear her on the hour and every half an hour. She's actually done some research. Well, I'm bloody glad someone did. She didn't get her sources from Snapchat, but uh, she she's uh, passed on that there's actually been some great stuff for Central Queensland. If you'd like me to share that with you. Please, Scott Morrison uh, did it. Almost $4 million <laughs> has been committed over the next three years to support Beef Australia. Brilliant. All the way through to 2021. That um, brought a lot of people to the region. 100,000 people visited last year. Um, also, uh, electricity is going to get a look in uh, for Central and North Queensland. Promised $10 million uh, business case to look into the usage over the next two years to try and find viable options for new power generation projects. Okay, that's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. There's lots of other things. Look, we'll post an article on our website of budget for CQ dummies because I'm going to read that because <laughs> I absolutely need it. But you, you feel betrayed because Scott Morrison just, wanted to reach out to the youth and the simple-minded and he's ignored you. I think he's made a mistake. And he should have done an Instagram story. should have done an Instagram story. You don't That's go Snapchat, Snapchat, you go Snapchat, so Instagram. 2012. Oh, I'm upset. You're upset? That's like, just okay. when you make a promise, keep your promise. <laughs> I've been betrayed by a politician yet again. Who knew that this is what would fire you up about politics? Get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Jess. CQ's Hits. Good morning. Tim and Jess here on Hits CQ. Always thanks to Reef City Isuzu. Go and get yourself a car heaps cheaper than going down to Brisbane. Can you smell cookies or is that just me? Oh, I've put my waffle in the toaster. You (laughs) dog. Why? Hey, I thought I was losing my mind. When I say we're mind. secretly eating breakfast, I mean it. You've revealed my secret. I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> I was like, I can smell a treat, and I did. I haven't seen you because I've been sending emails and looking at the music. Oh, you've been I didn't doing see, work. I didn't see you move to go and heat up your yeah, waffle. Yeah, I just, well, I just went and put my waffle in toast. I was like, by the time we get into Sam Smith. I'll be ready to eat. I'm a bit concerned because waffles burn real easy. I know. In the can we can we wrap this up? I've got to go. No, if you want to sit. If you want to sit in this? Let's sit. Oh well, he's already started arguing with me. Well, it's today's the day. The teddy bears do before, get their biscuits. Me being the teddy bear, and you be the judge being the biscuits. Before eight o'clock, your chance to be the judge in an argument that. You haven't even told me what we're arguing about no, yet. Technically, uh, I don't even know what your stance is, but I need you uh, to take the position of my girlfriend. Sure. Which was you... against me. I don't know if I want to be your girlfriend, but um, usually I do side with her. Oh, stop winking. Come over here. <laughs> Usually I agree with her more than I agree with yes. you. Yes, and this, is a, this was a small argument that we had mm. in an Indian restaurant on Saturday night. <laughs> I said something that was in brackets... Wildly offensive. Is this about my boyfriend? No. <laughs> yes, Gregory is from North India, <laughs> yes. and I understand that that was probably an easy joke. But I won't make any boyfriends <laughs> right, about your okay. Indian. I won't make any jokes about your Indian boyfriend. Thank you. That's what I promise. I appreciate you. that. Look, can we focus on something right now that's a lot more serious than my any... waffle? Yeah. <laughs> no, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to. I talk... can smell it burning. <laughs> I want to talk about bunk beds. <laughs> And yeah, it's Tim and Jess. Good to see you. Get up with Tim and Jess. Happy Wednesday, wherever you are around central Queensland. Hopefully, you've got a waffle and you're eating your breakfast. <laughs> it's almost half gone. You did eat that waffle quick. Can you not eat it while we're actually doing like speaks? I'm secretly eating it. It's not a secret. It is a secret. In between the songs, <laughs> not 
while we're speaking. Song's still playing. And, yeah, that's fair. Look, I want to talk about something that uh, was sent around in a joke email at work yesterday. Because oh. you've been sharing photos of my youth in the work emails. Yeah, you look, the listeners won't know about this. So since we found Tim's Just MySpace. Bit of an in-house joke. Timmy B on MySpace, if you want to see him. No. Timmy with an I. Anyway, <laughs> I ran out of... MySpace photos, and I ended up on your Facebook yesterday. we are friends on Facebook somehow. Yeah, and I went deep into like 2011, 2012 on Facebook. So I was 18, 19 Mm. back then. Posted a picture of you holding up your personalised number plates. That were a gift. (laughs) And yes, I understand that I'm a bit of a wanker. But it's a gift, and I'm happy to be a wanker for a gift. Just the biggest one. And youthful Tim is not a cool-looking dude. No, Trim, trim-looking dude, though. He was thin, yes. Um, I'm the Michelin Man version of myself. I point. would argue that you've gotten more attractive. Thank you. Yeah, that's sort Why of. Why do you have to argue? Why can't you just no. say it? But look, there was something in the back of the photo that that our general manager, Mr. Matthew Wex, Uncle Wexy, brought up. Uncle <laughs> Wex. He said. Oh, it was good to see, Tim, that you had a bunk bed into your late teens, early 20s. Yes. And can I just get on the record that that was a cabin that I was staying in on a campsite. Oh, no, no. So it wasn't my room. you've always had a bunk bed. But then we were chatting here in the office because I was getting heckled and <laughs> I wanted to deflect the heck. Uh, and you can do that too, kids. Uh, uh, I, I was like, how old is too old to have a bunk bed? Like, But then I was like, all right. I was like, everyone, gather around. Gather around. How old were you when you finally got out of your bunk bed? Because it's a magical world. And now I want to put something to the test. Right. I want to find the oldest person still in a bunk bed. Right. I reckon I had bunk beds up until maybe 10. Yeah, I'd say 12 was my my bunk limit. Yeah. Because I did enjoy... I don't recall a bunk bed past the age of 10. And when you think about it, you should almost go from... You should almost upgrade to a bunk from a single bed from when you're a kid or something because storage, top shelf. Yeah. Incredible. It's pretty neat. How, how cool was it sitting on the top bunk with your back against the wall, feet over the bed? I mean, <laughs> was there anything cooler as a kid than sitting on the top bunk, legs dangling, not a care in the world? You're playing Sims 2, everything's good. You don't exactly want to bring a girl home to a, a bunk bed, though, do you? Oh, it doesn't matter if I've got a king or a single bed. No one's coming home with me, <laughs> except for my beautiful girlfriend. I love you. <laughs> But I would like to know on 13, 12, 16, the, uh, the oldest person in a bunk bed. I would like to sure. find that person. Maybe 21. Maybe 21's the limit. Maybe it's 17. <laughs> I mean, it could be 22. Maybe it's we're just, 43. We're just throwing ages around at this point. Listen, listen, 13, 12, 16, please give us a call. Going to try and find the oldest person in a bunk bed. Or if you're no longer in a bunk bed but you're at a at bunk bed at an age that's probably like, damn, that was a bit north of 12. Sure. Give us a call, 13, 12, 16. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. And I'm on the hunt for the oldest person in a bunk bed. Right. Because apparently there's a photo of me standing in front of a bunk bed as a 19 slash 20-year-old. And now everyone in the office is making fun of you that you were still in bunk beds at 22. Someone, now I'm concerned if I say a nickname that I was given just now uh, in the last 24 hours that it's going to go... Go it's a bit wild. Go on. Bunk bed bulge. <laughs> someone threw, I didn't hear someone that one. threw that yesterday. I didn't hear that one yesterday. I think it was our sales manager who's called me Bunky Bulge or Bunk Beds. Um, <laughs> it hurt my feelings. But I think that the older you're in a bunk bed, the more committed you are to life. Really? Because you clearly don't care what people think or of you. Or the smaller the house you have. <laughs> 
that is a good point. But I, I would think it's an interesting thing if you are in a bunk bed as an adult. I mm. think that's a that's an interesting I don't mind complex. Those, um, those double bed at the bottom and then single bed at the top bunk. That beds. was high class. I never had yeah. that. I had single single. I was like, I had a mate who had one of those, and we were like, "For you, I live in the dream, son." It's like when you go to a hostel and some of them have a double oh. double at the bottom, single at the top, and you're like, "What's going on down there?" Wow, well, you keep know it. what's going on down there at a hostel. Hard, but it's harder to keep a sheet at an angle from the top. Touche. So. There's problems. But on 13, 12, 16, we're trying to find the oldest person in central Queensland currently or at a point in their life that they were still using a bunk bed. Sarah from Grace Me has called through on 13, 12, 16. Sarah, how old are you and do you still use a bunk bed? I'm 29 and I guess sometimes I use a bunk bed. <laughs> okay, sometimes <laughs> No, is this such a part time job? No, yeah. you haven't been employed full time <laughs> in the bunk bed industry. What's going on, Sarah? Yes. Um, so my grandparents, um, who live a few hours south, um, they still have um, a bunk bed in their spare room, which is where I sleep when I go and visit them. Right. So, yeah, I can spend up to three or four nights on a bunk bed at Beautiful. a time. Well, there's two things that I want to bring up that I think are fantastic. One, congratulations. You're incredible. You go and visit your grandparents still. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. Um, and True. two, the fact that it seems to be no issue to you. I also love that. Are you a top or a bottom bunk? <laughs> I am a top. <laughs> why? If you have the choice, if you have the choice, why in the world would you pick top? Because if you've because got... My brother and I always used to fight about who had the top bunk when we were kids, and I guess I still have an attachment to that nostalgia. You're so. the rules from childhood days. <laughs> Mate, if you're always yeah. on the bottom, you're, like if you've got no bunks, you're always on the bottom bunk. So if you have the choice, you go to the top, oh right, Sarah? No, yeah. Sarah? Sarah's yeah. respecting family law, and I, and I really <laughs> respect that. Sarah, you should be very proud of yourself. Thank you very much for your call. Thanks, guys. And Benny from Tanham Sands called through on 13, 12, 16, listening to 93.5. Now, Benny, how old are you and do you still use a bunk bed? Uh, guys, look, I'm I'm 32 years old. Uh, I've recently moved back into my parents' house. Uh, we're saving up, me, me and my uh, uh, partner are saving up money for a deposit. And we have had to go into the bunk bed that I had oh when I was God. a 14, 15-year-old. Benny. Please tell me it's a single bed bunk and you have to be split levels right no, now. No, please tell me it's a double bed at the least at the bottom. Well, it's a single, it's a it's a king single on top and then underneath is a desk. Oh. So we, we do have oh to see me and my partner have to climb up a ladder every night to go to bed. you got a fancy loft room. <laughs> yeah, this is like business downstairs. <laughs> Leisure up top. So I'm, I like to imagine that you get home after a long day and, you, I don't know, you, you're sitting on your desk underneath your bunk bed doing your tax returns or whatever <laughs> and your partner just, like, leans over the bed and says, turn off the light, I'm trying to get to sleep. Come to bed, Come to bed. bed. Come up here. <laughs> winch me. Well, winch you up. It's it's actually scary and sad how accurate. <laughs> how, how long do you think you're going to have to be in the bunk situation, mate? Uh, I'm, we're hoping it'll only be for a couple of uh, months. All right. Well, we're fingers crossed that it goes yeah. either way. Take I'm, the bunk bed with you to your new I'm place. I'm jealous. At least you know, you're getting home-cooked meals, Ben. That's, <laughs> I'd take a bunk bed if it meant I got home-cooked meals from mum and dad. A little bit of exercise too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Got to use those stairs. The calves are looking good. Thanks for your call, Benny. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No worries, Jim. So what, what's the, the verdict? Um, I, I think that we should uh, get a bunk bed in your house. Should we get a bunk bed in here? We, naps and such. Oh, nah. As soon as you say the N-word and all of a sudden, general manager's going to shut it down. Why? Because he doesn't... We 
were purposely not given couches. We were given single seats to sit on in this studio because he knew that we would sleep. <laughs> Secretly napping during breakfast. <laughs> well, we didn't speak because the music's still going because we <laughs> fell asleep. Tim and Jess. Get up with this. Tim and Jess. Now, at Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. 50 cent, or should I say 50 cent, Tim? I think it's 50. <laughs> just sold his house and donated all the money to charity. Ooh. Dean, what is going on? Well, let me, you know, let's first start by describing the house. It has nine kitchens, an outdoor infinity pool with grotto, an indoor pool, a helicopter pad, a casino, a nightclub, basketball court, and a pond. It is 50,000 square feet. Uh, it is gigantic. He, it was in a place called Connecticut. He paid, I think he was originally to sell for $18 million. No, he bought it for $18 million and offloaded it for $3 million. Don't know why... I don't think it's so gargantuan that I don't think anyone can buy it or maintain it. Anyway, yeah, you can't, like, you need a staff of, like, 15 people. So he's sold it for $3 million and he donated the money to the charity, which he originally started called G-Unity Foundation, which uh, improves the quality of life for low-income and underserved communities wow. around America. So, pretty cool. He probably pretty could have cool just thing. donated the house uh, to, for people to live in, right? I was going to say, it's a lot of people. Too. Nine kitchens. That's at least nine families. I don't even help. use my one yeah, kitchen. 25 bedrooms. It would have been more useful keeping it and just moving everyone in there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh it could have God. helped the foundation. They could have all moved the organisation to the house. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're wasted on radio. I you know. I know, you I should, am. I should start a charity. At, at what point <laughs> in the show today did we realise that Jessica Pandu should be working for a charity? <laughs> Something... Something's not ticking along right today. But that, that's okay, Dean. We appreciate the update. We always love you when you bring us great good news, and that one makes us feel real good. So thank you very much, mate. You're welcome. Bye, guys. You can check out that full story for yourself as well as everything else that's trending right now at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can escape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef. Yep. It's right on your doorstep. That's what we're doing later on uh, <laughs> this morning. But, uh, Jess, I'm tapping my watch right now. TikTok. Because, absolutely, TikTok. We need to move on because the courtroom of Tim and Jess has to be open. An argument must be ensued. We have to have an argument before we go to beautiful island paradise. I can't argue with you over there. It's too beautiful, but look, this argument wasn't started between you and I. This was an argument started between myself and my beautiful girlfriend, whose name is also Jess. So I need you to sub in as a Jess for this argument. Am I going to agree with you or your girlfriend? You're going to be on the side of my girlfriend, and then I will. We will pick the argument up from where it left sure. off on Saturday night. Usually, I agree with her more yeah. than I agree with you. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eleven minutes now. Young blood, Halsey and Travis Barker on hit seat. Get up with Tim and Jess. You are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important, but the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. Court is in session, and normally we like to get our arguments. Uh, we we talk mm. about it beforehand, so we're on the same page about what we're going to argue about. Do you know what? This week, I haven't even felt like I needed to argue with you. I know because you haven't been here for a lot of the week. Yeah, I haven't seen been you a in good about week. six days. I've been uh, so happy. But uh, the way that the courtroom of Tim and Jess works is on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. The first person to call through is the judge, and they mm-hmm. get the final ruling on these things. Sure. Uh, we have a scoreboard. I believe I'm one or two ahead uh, for the year so far. Okay, it's six to four. I was ahead for a while there. One week. 
Um, but what uh, I need you to do today, if that's all right, I need you to take the position of my girlfriend just in an argument sense. Okay, I was going to say, well, Jimmy. Because I'm picking up an argument that we never finished uh, on Saturday night. Me, and my, my girlfriend's name is also Jess, so I need a substitute Jess, good. which can be you. Right. Does I'm, she know this is happening? Or? Yeah, I ran it by her. Okay, good. I was like, can I finish that off, that, that argument without you? She's like, excuse me? And I was like, anyway, bye, i got to go to work. She probably feels very confident anyway that yeah, she's going to win. Absolutely. Uh, I, I want to talk about garlic uh, substances. So like garlic carbs okay. in the garlic world family. So I'm talking garlic bread. Yum. I'm talking uh, garlic naan, cheesy Yum. garlic naan. Uh, like like a cheesy garlic pizza? Yeah. Yum. Exactly. Um, I, as a joke, said that uh, garlic bread is not on the same level as garlic naan. Well, you're wrong. And well, okay. Well, that's I haven't had to convince you about what side to be on, <laughs> but um, apparently that was insulting to garlic bread. Yes, garlic bread is the OG. No, it's it's the original, but it still doesn't mean that garlic cheesy naan hasn't come in and. Overthrown. Oh, look, I love me a, a naan as much as the next girl, but garlic bread reigns supreme. There's so many things you can do with garlic bread. You know when I make my pulled pork? You've I never use... made me pulled pork, but I, thanks for I the I have made you pulled no, pork, you made me I? schnitzels, which were oh. lovely, but I haven't had your PP. All right, my, my eight-hour slow-cooked pulled pork, I'll make it for you someday. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, use, I use garlic bread rolls mm. as the burger buns. Garbage. Garlic bread, so good. Garlic bread is great, but it's nowhere near... The incredible that is garlic naan. You're just wrong. Like you're Your wrong boyfriend on so many levels. is Indian. He would have to agree with me. No, he's not Indian. stereotyping. And he, but he has to agree with me legally. <laughs> he would still say garlic bread. I guarantee it. Get, get him, him to, on the phone. Get him text. Get text would, him. Yep. Um, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. What is the superior garlic carb? Garlic bread or garlic naan? Naan reigns supreme. I'm sorry. There's no, no there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's none other than the garlic bread. <laughs> that oh. sounded so much better and in my head. And we, we quit. <laughs> uh, this is our last day on radio uh, because we need to apologize. No, 13, I, I need, okay, well, I'm glad you've sided with that. I knew you were going to feel passionate about this. Yes. Cheesy garlic naan or garlic bread? What is cheesy garlic naan? It's like garlic naan with cheese. I mean, it's very hard to I feel like to you've made it up. No, I haven't. 13, 12, 16. First one through is the judge this morning. Get up with Tim and Jess. Very serious uh, case in the courtroom of Tim and Jess this morning. Uh, the superior garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I had an argument with my girlfriend over the weekend. Her name's also Jess. She can't represent herself here in the courtroom. Uh, so you are proxy I'm Jess. standing in as her attorney. And you also believe uh, what she believes. Yes. Uh, the garlic, garlic bread, bread is superior. Superior to, compared to garlic naan. You said your boyfriend Gregory is Indian. He would obviously go for naan. I didn't mean that. That was racist. A, yeah, a little bit. But tell me I'm wrong. Well, I texted him and I said, garlic bread or garlic naan? Just no context. Sure. At 7.50 in the morning. Lovely. And he said, naan. Of course. What do you mean? Legally, he has to say that. Uh, I feel like he's misunderstood the question. I just, I appreciate you going proxy for my partner, um, Mm. but it doesn't, at the end of the day, it's not you, me, my partner, or your boyfriend, Gregory, that it really matters about. No. The first person to call through is the judge. 
Hopefully they can keep the scoreboard ticking along for this year. Chloe is that person on 13, 12, 16 from Rocky on 107.9. Now, Chloe, are you a big fan uh, of garlic uh, breads? Yes. Yeah, of course. And garlic bread is superior. Wow. Oh, we that's, haven't a, even... that's an early call. Can we at least discuss? <laughs> nope. can we... no, Wait, no, drop no, no, the no, hand no. over and we can discuss it. I, I can tell by Chloe's demeanour and her voice that I'm not going to change her opinion, but I would like to oh, hear sorry. your explanation. <laughs> I don't have one. I just believe it's superior. Always Delicious. Do you not like garlic naan? I do, but garlic bread's still way better. Chloe, there's something about like seeing the butter and having it like <laughs> ooze out of the bread, All isn't right. it? Let's not like, make this inappropriate food chat. Gosh, like, what about garlic bread with like cheese and bacon? Yeah, but what about garlic naan with cheese and bacon? Domino's do that uh, that bolognese one. Have you had that bolognese cheesy yes. garlic bread? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So good. That's the reason I can't lose weight. <laughs> Garlic bread is superior and you're not going to win this one. Sorry. All right. Drop well, the hammer, look, Tim. I'll drop, it's hammer time. Why haven't we been calling it hammer time for the whole three years we've been playing this? Um, Chloe, look, I'm a bit thrown back. I, I really thought that... I know that garlic naan isn't as popular as garlic bread, but maybe, and just maybe, I might be throwing this out there unnecessarily, that Jess, you and Chloe are racist. What? Racist? Yeah, you're racist because you don't like garlic naan. I think you're being a bit dramatic. Yes. I don't know. I feel I like so I'm too. within my zone. Listen here. You're the... <laughs> you know... I know it's 2019 and we're offended by everything, but you're taking it a bit too far. Oh, right. I'm not gonna, am I getting Do you know what he's offended by, Chloe? He's offended by the fact that no one agrees with him. Yeah. That's what he's offended yeah, exactly. by. Worry, Maybe it's gone past the, Yeah, well, so now it's Chloe, Jess, and my girlfriend, Jess, all against me in the garlic wars. And everyone else in CQ. All right. Three powerful women against one. <laughs> yes, Chloe. All right, all right. Yes. I'm not here to be lectured on my own program. <laughs> she is the judge, Tim. All Her right, ruling yeah, is final. I know, time. <laughs> Thanks for being the judge this morning, Clive. Thank you. See you later. See you later, mate. Oh, look at that scoreboard. Chuck us, chuck us a pen. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. What's the score? It is now six to five. Tim, you're still in the leave, but not for long, buddy. Huh? There's always oh. next three in the courtroom. We Definitely can, caught that. We can work on catching in the ads. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. This time, every day, your chance to win a grand with... That's right, 30 seconds to answer 10 questions and all your answers have to start with one letter. It's super simple and uh, Stockland, Rockhampton and Gladstone give you the opportunity every single day. And the 30 seconds goes quick. It It really does. It literally is half the time than a minute. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, We have Mark from Rocky playing this morning on 107.9. Now, Mark, are you aware of the rules? Yeah, mate. Yep, yep, yep. All right, that's good. So, you know, 30 seconds, all the letters, all the answers got to start with the same letter. You can't use the same answer twice. Yep, that's no worries. All right, mate. Well, good luck. Your time starts now, and your letter is K. Type of of bean. A what, though? A type of bean. Uh, NRL team. Pass. Food brand. Kellogg. Household item. Pass. Body part. Knee. Drink. Kool-Aid. Australian celebrity. (laughs) Australian celebrity, was it? (laughs) 
Oh, Marky Mark. That's your 30 seconds up, Mark. Sorry, mate. That 30 seconds does rocket along. Uh, unfortunately, uh, passing a few. But the ones you did answer, you got correct. I don't know if Kool-Aid starts with a K. It probably does. I think it does. Yeah, I think that one's, that one was correct. But it was the uh, other three that you passed on, Mark. That uh, was unfortunate. Kidney bean was an answer for the type of bean an NRL team, the Knights. And a, a kettle or a knife for a household item. Mark, you did a fair, fair effort, mate, so we congratulate you on that. Thank you very much. No worries. If you want to play Alpha Bucks just like Mark, this time, every single day, Stockland gives you the opportunity in Gladstone and Rockhampton. Thank you very much, Mark. No worries, mate. Thank you. See ya. It is, of course, all thanks to Stockland, Rockhampton. Shop, eat and play at the Terrace. More chances tomorrow, but coming up in a few minutes' time, we're going to be speaking to our couple for Maroon at First Sight. We're taking them out to Heron Island today. Luke and Melissa. Hopefully they're feeling nervous. I want them to feel <laughs> scared. Be scared. Be very scared. Get up with Tim and Jess. Marooned at first sight on the beautiful Heron Island with Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. We have found the lucky couple that we are putting under the microscope for the rest of the week no. on beautiful Heron Island. I think they found us. Maybe. I think this was meant to be. Mm. And uh, look... Today is the big day. We're heading out on the ferry to Heron Island for Marooned at First Sight, putting Melissa and Luke from Yapoon under a bit of a microscope. Mm-hmm. Going to test their love for them. They are driving down right now. Right now. On their way to the, the dock where we're all going to be taking off from. Led dock. Off to Heron Island and uh, got them on the phone now. Luke and Melissa, how's the drive going, guys? It's nice this morning, actually. Very nice. I wouldn't know. I'm not driving. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're using some sort of hands-free yes, device. I, I, no, Let's that, be that, safe. That would be the the case. <laughs> now, guys, we are about to head out to Heron Island uh, a little bit later on this morning for Maroon at First Sight, putting your relationship under a microscope. Are you a bit nervous? Yes. That <laughs> uh, would be right, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Two sides of the coin. It's hey. beautiful because Luke's really chilled out, so he's really going to like help Melissa keep calm. Absolutely. I feel. Uh, um, oh no, this is just the show he's putting on. Trust me, he's been nervous. Hey, look. Okay. Speaking of which, everyone knows you both individually. This is the first time we're hearing you guys as a, as couple. a couple. This is an interesting dynamic. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? You know, have you got any kids? Are you married? Like, what's what's, what's happening? The deal? Uh, I've got no kids. Mel's got three. I, yeah, I have three kids from previous marriage, and um, I met Luke at a crazy part in my life, and um, it's been one hell of a show ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we, we're super glad you found each other and that we found you, uh, and we will be uh, putting on our expert gear and, and really analysing the love that you and Luke share, Melissa. <laughs> Um, is there anything that you're concerned about us, like maybe getting an, an, a look into that maybe you, you like, prefer to keep hidden? Um, no, if it's we... all right. You won't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's hiding something. Luke's hiding I something. will get it out of him. We'll get it out of him. <laughs> look, guys, we'll get you. Um, we'll get you here safe. So we'll we'll let you go. We'll see you in the next hour or so, and we can't wait to jump on that ferry and head over to Heron Island for Marooned at First Sight. Are you guys keen? We're ready. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys soon. All right, see you soon, guys. See ya. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. We've already got one surprise in store for them on the boat before we even get to the island. I know I hung up, but they're probably still listening. So just be careful. <laughs> Heading off in about half an hour's time. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app.
Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.